Good morning, and welcome to another edition of DFS Today. This is your Sunday, January 16th edition. I am your host, Santino Cocone, and we have a nice, quick four-game day on this, broken up into two slates. Uh, We have a showdown to begin with, and then three games later on, one at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and two at 8 p.m., now, there's also that night slate if you wanted to break up those last two games. Uh, but that first game tips off at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, same time as the NFL playoffs. Very interesting there. Uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Let's get this Sunday showdown right out of the way. Uh, we have at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time the Phoenix Suns taking on the Detroit Pistons uh, in the injury report here. We have Jeremy Grant, Frank Jackson, Isaiah Livers, Ronnie Magruder, Chris Smith, Frank Kaminsky, Abdul Nader, Dario Saric, all out. Cam Johnson is questionable. Kelly Olenek, now doubtful. Very close to making his return after a months-long absence with a knee injury. Uh, on the spread, we have a 2-16 game total, and the Suns are a whopping 12-point Road favorite. Start with the Suns here. Um, <clears throat> looking at the the showdown slate, obviously everybody is a little bit pricier. Um, Cam Johnson questionable. That is something to keep an eye on. At only six uh, four as your as a captain or as a utility, um, very solid price tag. If he plays, he's probably going to get a solid chunk of minutes. Uh, if he doesn't, it's more minutes for Jay Crowder, uh, who's been taking advantage of. Uh, the extra opportunity there the last couple games. Uh, he played as over 31 minutes in four of the last five games, uh, the last two games, 35 and 31, um, and he's provided really solid value in those last two games. He was 7 of 14 shooting against Toronto, uh, and then he grabbed 11 rebounds against Indy, um, 35 and 27 fantasy points, two of his better games on the year. So if Johnson doesn't play again, Jay Crowder, very, very into it. If Johnson does play, I'll probably still have both of them in my lineup because uh, of the matchup. Uh, but <clears throat> one or the other, uh, I, I like them better if one plays and if one doesn't play. Uh, campaign in this matchup, it, with the 12 point road favorite, uh, Campaign might get a little extra run here. Uh, and, that, and at f- only 4,400, don't mind finding him in my lineup if um, I need to. Uh, but we'll go back to the top, Booker, Aiton, Paul. I think they're all in great spots. Uh, Aiton's going to be in a very, very good spot. I love his price tag at 9-2. I might, and even as a captain at 13-8, very doable there. I'll probably have a lot of exposure to him. Uh, Booker, Paul, take your pick. I prefer Booker, but obviously he's a little more priced up, especially if you put him in your captain spot. Uh, and Paul's just very steady. I think high 30s points, low 40s, right around there. Uh, Booker has the higher upside, but um, he does cost... $1,200 more as a utility, and then 1800 as a captain. So um, I prefer Booker, but if I don't have the money, then uh, Chris Paul is very solid. Drop down from there. On the other side of the ball, probably have we're I'll have more of the exposure. Uh, Cade Cunningham would be the lone guy that uh, would be an option for my captain spot on this side. Uh, in his one game against Phoenix, he had 19 points, five assists, two rebounds, a block, a steal. Uh, did pretty well. Shot 8 of 15 from the field. Made three threes uh, at only five attempts. So he did really well against them. And again, they're still missing a lot of guys. Uh, Frank Jackson just went right back into the health and safety protocols. 
Killian Hayes doesn't do too much. Um, he should carry the load offensively here. And at uh, 12-6 as a captain, I think that's a fair price tag. 8-4 as a regular salary. Um, really solid. I probably will have more exposure to him than Paul um, if it comes down to it. Or I'll have both of them. I want one of the guards on Phoenix and uh, Cade in here as well. Outside of him, probably not too much exposure to Sadiq Bey. I think the matchup is just tough. Um, and at 8-2, again, I'd, ra- I'd rather just have Cunningham. Uh, Diallo's a little bit price tough. Trey Lyles is a guy that I'm looking at. If Kelly Olenek does ultimately get ultimately get ruled out uh trade lyles at 7k as your utility is a solid option here um and so is isaiah stewart they're both going to be split in time um but one or the other is going to get the majority of that uh, we saw isaiah stewart when he's not in foul trouble he had a very solid game in the last one on uh, his lone game against phoenix he had 36 fantasy points he had a double double with 12 and 14 uh only one block but he'd been blocking a lot of shots lately uh when he's been playing so that is, he has double, <clears throat> at least two blocks in five straight games. So I uh, can expect a little bit more there. As long as he stays out of foul trouble uh, and has the energy up, I think 4-8 is a very solid, solid price tag to take a chance on him. Uh, I, um, Corey Joseph as well. There's a lot of backcourt depth that's not there. 5-4, I don't mind taking a chance on him. I do prefer Stewart of the two, uh, but with Frank Jackson out again, there's a solid time there. And then the, the other uh, then the other Jackson, Josh Jackson at 3-8. I'm digging very, very low. Uh, he has three straight games of at least 20 fantasy points, uh, and he's under 4K in a showdown slate. That's very tough. Uh, that's a very solid price tag, so I'll, I'll take a shot at him as well. Uh, I'll have more people on the Detroit side, but the Phoenix side is where I want to spend up. Ooh, had a sneeze. The Phoenix side is where I want to spend up. <clears throat> All right, now let's jump on over to the main slate, which everybody is here for. Uh, the first game on the docket is the early game on the main slate, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Houston Rockets at the Sacramento Kings. On the uh, injury report, we have Usman Garuba, Tristan Thompson, Robert Woodard, all out. Rashawn Holmes, Damian Jones as questionable. I believe they said Holmes should be good for this one, uh, but we'll have to keep an eye on it. It's the first game on the main slate, so uh, more than enough time to figure that out. We have a whopping 238 game total, which kills the other two games' game total um, by double-digit points. And the Kings are five-point home favorites. On the, uh, We'll start with the, the Rocket side of the ball. This is going to be a very, very high-scoring game, as Vegas thinks. Uh, we have two teams that are subpar for... Uh, <laughs> To be nice here, two subpar teams. Um, the one game Christian Wood played against these guys, he put up 43 fantasy points, 26 points, eight boards, a block, two steals. Um, his last few games, uh, his his last six games, he's averaging 38 and a half points, which is right around value. Uh, I, I think this is just a very solid matchup, especially if Holmes doesn't play, and if he, even if he does, he's been out of the lineup for so long. Um, that I think this is just a, a solid matchup here. We know Singen is back, uh, but this is he's not priced too high to where I don't uh, need to be afraid of that price tag there. Um, Kevin Porter Jr. at 6'5", not too bad either. He had a 40-point outburst in the last one, 16.7 boards, 8 assists. Uh, but outburst is key because he's been having a few of them lately, uh, and I don't know if I trust him here. Um, the price tag, he, he can beat that, but probably lean off of him because of that. I do like Eric Gordon at 5'1". We know that 
the Kings have struggled a lot against shooting guards in the in the past couple of years. Um, Eric Gordon, three straight games of at least 20 points, four in the last five, uh, and can continue to go there. The upside isn't crazy. I don't think he's going to do um, the 31 points, three boards, three assists like he did against San Antonio a couple games. Uh, but he had 23 and a half points against these guys the other night uh, in 29 minutes, shot six of nine from the field. Uh, I expect a couple more shots, uh, a couple more assists, maybe a steal on this one, and then that could bump up to close to 30. Um, so I like Eric Gordon in in this one. Not too many others. I might take a chance at Garrison Matthews if he's starting. Um, he only played 22 minutes against these guys in the last one. I don't think he's going to start, but um, he has the upside we've seen to hit a lot of shots from three. And this game is projected to be a super high-scoring game, so uh, I will take a take a look at him there. But that's likely it. Um, and possibly Jalen Green. He took 18 shots against these guys last two nights ago. He only hit five of them, and he only brought back 20 points, but... If he's going to see that type of volume, he has four straight games of double-digit shot attempts. Um, if he's going to see about 15 shots, that is a lot to like for a guy at 5K in a matchup like this. So keep an eye on him as well. All right, on the other side of the ball, I mentioned Rashawn Holmes. Uh, Damian Jones are both questionable. Um, obviously, we'll need to see what happens there. That, that'll change some things in the front court. We've been seeing Meadow and Bagley get a ton of the run together in the, in the front court. Uh, that will likely change, and they'll, they'll go back to splitting time, which uh, hurts both of them. So definitely need to know the availability of Rashawn Holmes and Damian Jones. If Holmes does play and he's ready to go 30 minutes, 5-3 in, in this matchup is just super cheap. Um, I would love it. At 5-3, if he's ready to play, start 30 minutes, okay, sign me up. If he's not ready to go yet, um, Bagley and Miru at 5-6 uh, and 4-5, and are really solid plays. They're both coming off um, some uh, nice runs here. Meadow only played 13 minutes in the last one, um, but before that he had a 14-7-4 game with four stocks, and um, then put up 21 points there. So there's, uh, and then in the game before that, in, thir- in that one that I just mentioned was 37. So there's a lot of upside in that 4-5 price tag uh, if he's going to get a ton of run. And Bagley had what was likely his best year. Uh, not likely. What was his best game of the season last night or the other night against Houston? He had 26 points, 13 rebounds, two blocks, uh, took 20 shots, made 12 of them, and hit both of his free throws. Um, 48.75 fantasy points. That was easily his best game in the um, of the season. And at only 5-6, if he's going to get 33 minutes again, um, that type of run, he has back-to-back games of over 30 minutes. If he's going to keep seeing that. Uh, that is a lot to like, and uh, that's not a bad price tag. And he already shown that he can um, very much blow up in this type of game. So definitely keep an eye on him. Um, looking at Holmes and <clears throat> Holmes's status there. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, eight one, another price tag that's right on the cusp of expensive price tags. But uh, he just put up fifty points against these guys, nearly twenty points, eight eight assists, six rebounds. At only 8-1, I think we can once again look at him. Uh, maybe he doesn't put up that much. Uh, maybe a couple less assists, a couple up rebounds. But I think 40-plus points is well within reach for him one more time. And his price tag isn't isn't bad. Um, another guy, Buddy Heald, he only made 5 of 13 shots. But he still put up uh, 19 points and 6 rebounds. Didn't Only had 1 assist, 1 steal. Uh, good enough for 32 fantasy points. But under 6K at only 5-7 for him. Uh, he'll be in my player pool as well. Uh, 
Harrison Barnes I might give a shot to, but I, I like too many guys. But Harrison Barnes, if Holmes is out, would be more appealing to me at 6-1. He also had a very solid game. Uh, this is just going to be a really solid, fun game to have have some stacking here uh, with what is easily the highest priced or the highest um, game total of the night. All right, jumping on over to the first game of the late game. Utah Jazz taking on the Denver Nuggets. On the injury report, we have um, <clears throat> the, the Nuggets haven't submitted their injury report as of yet. Uh, they did play last night, so we will see who's on that. Uh, I can say Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. are out. Uh, J. Michael Green, Austin Rivers, Bull Bull, possibly. We know P.J. Dozier and Kinkar are, are also out. So uh, we'll see about, I, I would assume, unless somebody sits on the back end of a back-to-back, uh, that Rivers and, and J. Michael are the two names that we're looking at here, um, who's in and who's out. But outside of that, on the Jazz side, we have Azubuki is questionable. Gay, Gobert are both available now. And Jared Butler, Elijah Hughes, Hassan Whiteside are out. All right, we'll start with Utah. All right, uh, with Gobert back, no Whiteside. He should be playing a uh, lot of minutes if he can go, especially in this matchup against the Joker. Uh, first matchup against them, he had 23 points, 16 rebounds, had a 44.5 fantasy points. Uh, him and Jokic both have had some success in this particular matchup. Um, I mentioned two people near Gobert's price tag. That'll probably attack more. Uh, Wood, Fox in the first game. I will tack a little bit more. Gobert missed some time here. Uh, coming back from protocols, getting his conditioning. He hasn't played in 13 days now. He, he Last time he played was the third of the month. Uh, so he missed pretty much the whole 2022 calendar so far. So right there, I probably won't have much exposure to him at 8,500. And knowing he's going against uh, Jokic. So I will look more towards a Mike Conley, a Bogdanovich. Wait, did I? I didn't say the spread in this one. I didn't. Uh, Two twenty-four is, is the game total, and the Jazz are three and a half point uh, road favorites. This is the lowest spread of the night by one point. Uh, there's only a couple games, so not too much to go around. I should say of the night of the main slate because that first game um, is very low. <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking a little bit at Conley, uh, Clarkston, Bogdanovich at six, five nine, five five. Uh, the guard play here is what's key. I didn't mention Mitchell. He's he's very high priced. Uh, but the guard play in this matchup, uh, you can expose a little bit on the uh, the Nugget side of the ball. Uh, all these guys haven't had blow-up games in the two games against Denver, but I, I don't mind taking chances at the um, – I mean, I shouldn't say all of them, but I don't mind taking chances at, at this uh, particular group of very reasonably people. Uh, Bogdanovich did blow up against this team. He is averaging 41 points. In his two matchups against them, he's averaging 25 points per game, seven and a half rebounds. We know that the rebounds are an outlier, so I don't know if that uh, 40 and a half point is sustainable. But he he is scoring at the uh, against these guys, and he can score against them. So uh, I think a little bit of that is going to trickle down a little more to Mitchell, Conley, Clarkson. Uh, so that's why I don't mind taking a chance at those three guys in the mid tier range, lower mid tier range. Um, one of them is going to have a, a very solid game here. And that's likely where uh, I sit with the Jazz, with Gobert coming back and a couple other people uh, starting to ramp up here. On the other side of the ball, the Nuggets. 
last game they put up 133 points against a bad Lakers team. <clears throat> but they haven't been they've had some uh non-scoring games out there, so <clears throat> that's something to keep an eye on. Obviously, we'll start with Jokic cuz he is the heart and soul of this team. He's averaging 58 fantasy points against the Jazz uh in both games, uh 25, 13 and a half, 8 and a half with a block. He's just fantastic. Um at 12k, if we're going to go to the Super Saiyan tier, uh, yeah, I'll pay for him. But no one else is really in his territory. The next highest is Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Steph Curry's out for this one. He would be the second highest. But Towns at 10-3 is the closest price tag to Jokic. Um, if you have the money, yeah, obviously. You can you go to Jokic. He's, uh, he could put up 60 points. He's averaging 58 fantasy points against this tough Jazz team. Uh, but if not, <clears throat> it is okay. I think we can look... Um, depending on who's in, who's out, at people like uh, Monte Morris, who didn't have a great game last night. Um, Bones Highland really went off, but they didn't have to play too much. Monte Morris only played 22 minutes in the last two games because the Nuggets blew them out. After the the Nuggets lost to the the Clippers in that real bum fest type of game, it was 85-87, where uh, they were crushing them, and then they blew it. They're, they have a whopping 273 points in the last two games. Uh, so huge wins both games, and Morris only played 22 minutes each game. Uh, price tag really didn't tra- change, um, but I don't think he's going to have much ownership because people are looking at him scoring a combined third, under 31 fantasy points in those two games. I don't expect this game to be a blowout like those last two, so I think uh, the price tag is solid there. Will Barton at 5'9 is another mid-tier guy. Uh, who can have some success here? Um, he's averaging 34 fantasy points in both games against these uh, this particular Jazz team, so I don't mind going there as well. Um, and that's probably it. We'll we'll see if anybody else changes. Maybe uh, Zeke Naji starts or, or or gets extra minutes. He has uh, 46 minutes in the last two games, and he's been playing really well. A lot of that, obviously, garbage time. They won by uh, 32 points and then nearly or 37 points in the last two games. So a lot of that is garbage time, but he's looked really good if he earned himself a uh, somewhat larger role because J. Michael Green's out again. Um, that'll change some things, but if not, you can totally uh, ignore him. Jeff Green would be a guy you can look at at 38, but uh, really don't want to go there. I think Monte Morris, uh, Will Barton, the two guys that I'm looking at the most, and obviously Jokic. All right, jumping on over to the last game of the night. We have the Golden State Warriors taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'll start with the spread because I, f- I forgot it on the last one. Uh, 225 game total. The Wolves are three-point home dogs. Uh, they're getting three points in this one, even without Curry. Uh, on the injury report, we have Curry, Draymond, Moody, James Wiseman, all out, Gary Payton, the second is questionable. On the Wolves, we have Jordan McLaughlin, Leandro Balmero are out, and Jalen Noel is questionable. He's expected to return in this one. All right, jumping on. We'll, we'll start with the Warriors. They are the away team, and you can immediately look right in that mid-tier. Uh, Wiggins, Thompson, Porter, Poole. Without Dre, without Curry, uh, these guys are going to get a ton of usage. Uh, Porter Jr. has been starting. Maybe he hasn't been playing a ton of minutes in the last one, uh, but even in 19 minutes against Chicago when they blew them out, uh, they also got blown out by Milwaukee. So I'm going to 
just like I said about the uh, Monte Morris, who has only played 22 minutes combined or each in the last two games. Uh, Porter played 15 and 19. They got blown out by Milwaukee, and then they blew out Chicago, so they didn't really have to play. But he still, in 15 minutes against Milwaukee, had nearly 19 points. In 19 minutes against Chicago, had over 37 points. So um, the minutes will be there if the game is close. I expect this game to be a little bit closer, even without Curry and Dre. Um, I don't think it's going to be that big of a blowout. So Otto Porter Jr., certainly in play for me. Uh, Jordan Poole at 5-4. He had a 32-point game in the last one, 22 points, 5 assists, uh, and a rebound. Took 19 shots. The volume will be there. The minutes should be there. Uh, and depending on Gary Payton's availability, which is questionable right now, um, more opportunity will be there because Gary Payton Jr. would be another play for me at 4,300. Uh, but if he's not there, Jordan Poole gets extra minutes, extra responsibility as the um, Sato point guard. So I, I really like him there if, if there's no Payton as well at 5,400. Uh, Wiggins at 6'6". Six, six. We know the minutes should be there. He Even in those two blowout games, he still played 20 minutes each in those two games. Um, and he's taken, didn't take as many shots, but um, he's been playing really well on all ends of the floor. So I don't mind him here, especially without Curry and, and Draymond Green. There's got to be a lot of more playmaking for him. Um, Clay Thompson, just a, a, a guy. I, I really don't want to go to him at 6-1. Uh, but without Curry, he might take another 18 shots like he did in his debut. Um I do prefer a pool. I do prefer a Wiggins. I do prefer a Porter on similar price tags to him, though. Uh, Kevon Looney, 4,800. There's just a lot of solid value here. Uh, we saw him put up two points in the last one and 41 a couple games before that. So we know the upside is there, and they'll probably have to play him with Towns on the other side. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on at only 4,800. But again, my favorite three are Wiggins, Porter, Pool. And we'll see about Peyton Jr. Uh, or Peyton the second if he's in or out. That helps Pool if he's out, and he looks pretty good if he's in. We'll, we'll start at point guard. All right, a lot of value on the Warriors. On the other side of the ball, <clears throat> the Wolves are going against a Curry greenless um, Warriors team. So a lot of uh, potential to to like in this game. Um, Towns is ten three. He is the second highest guy. Price guy on the on the slate. He actually had 45 fantasy points just about in the first meeting against these guys, and he didn't even hit 20 points. Uh, so that says a lot about his upside in this one. Uh, I do really like him. There's no Draymond Green. Kevin Looney is not as versatile of a defender as Dre. Um, so I really like Towns in this one. Russell's going against his former team. He's going against the, the guy he got traded for. Um, in Wiggins, pretty much. He had 32 points in the first game against these guys, uh, but he's going to get a lot of uh, work to do. We saw Anthony Edwards put up a whopping 48 actual points against the Warriors in the first meeting. Uh, six boards and five rebounds and 67 and a half fantasy points. He is certainly in play. I do prefer him over Russell, even when I, even though I mentioned that revenge narrative type of stuff. Um, he didn't really play for the Warriors too long to for me to kind of say it's a revenge narrative. Um, he went to go play with his best friend, pretty much, in Carl in Anthony Towns. So I do like Towns. I do really like Edwards. Um, the matchup's going to be really, really good, and I'm saying really a lot. Uh, but those two are easily the best plays on, on this squad. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt does get a bump because there is no uh, Dre on the other side as well. Um, but I'm going to spend my money up on, on this team 
and go for the huge upside here. Um, if you're sticking to the mid-tier, yeah, Vanderbilt I like uh, better than the rest of the guys on the squad. But uh, I'm going to stay very top-heavy on this squad. All right, that does it for our episode. And before I go, I just want everybody to know, if you already haven't, if you've been listening to the show, you definitely know. But we have a new fantasy partner here at Sports Ethos. Brand new daily fantasy partner. That is Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ETHOS when you're signing up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit. Up to 100 bucks plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your props hit. And the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. So check it out. It is awesome. Uh, if you like player props, if you like DFS, uh, this is your go-to place. All right, friends. Let's jump on over to the player tiers before we head on out of here. Uh, <clears throat> we'll start with the expensive tier, and only three games. There are quite a few for this. Like uh, I mentioned, I really like Towns, Edwards, uh, Fox, Wood. There's there's a lot of guys, surprisingly, for three games. But I will stick with um, Carl <clears throat> uh, Anthony Towns for my favorite. Uh, Edwards, really like him. I think they're going to throw some kitchen sinks at him now uh, in this one. But Towns, I, I, I like spending up for Towns in this matchup, especially without Draymond Green. I think he's just super safe. As far as mid-tier plays, there's quite a few of them. Quite a few of them. I think um, <clears throat> Jordan Poole, depending on uh, Gary Payton's availability, will be very solid for me, and I will have uh, a lot of exposure without Curry here against Minnesota. Uh, just a very solid matchup, 5-4. Um, Holmes could be in there. We'll see. At 5-3. I really like him too, but I don't know if he's playing yet. He's he's currently questionable, so that is something to keep an eye on. And favorite punt play of the night, favorite value play of the night, could be Gary Payton. I don't know. He is questionable, so we won't say him. But uh, there are a couple other people. I mean, I guess if you wanted to throw out there, um, you can. <clears throat> I would prefer, again, the uh, Gary Payton, but we just don't know if he's playing if he's not, we'll throw out Monte Morris at 4800 a little higher priced. Um, hasn't really played much in the last two games, 22 minutes each, but those were two massive blowouts. I don't expect that to happen again. I think he's going to bring back value in this matchup, um, and, I'll, and I'll have some solid exposure to him. All right, that does it for today's episode of DFS Today. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, we will catch you again tomorrow. Peace.